So the new album, Mujeres, uh, listening to it, it has kind of an airy feel to it, almost like it was recorded outdoors. I know it wasn't, but it just has that sort of expansive feel. And I wonder if there's something to that. Does the Pacific Northwest landscape or the outdoors in general <laughs> hold much influence over you? No, I mean, the influence is just, you know, like me uh, experimenting with sound and layering the music or the songs or how I craft everything into, like, a certain place and time. So all that, the birds that you hear, is like, I, it was outside of the window of the studio that I was, like, recording, and I really wanted to make sure I could capture that, you know, like, what also was happening in real time. So, like, what was happening at the same time that's so precious and honest which is life you know and so field recordings and you know what I mean it's like it's beautiful so I'm creating something in my time in the context of my own story you know and then there's like the birds outside and there's a train going by and there's like someone yelling outside or a car you know like whatever things are I just it's so beautiful you know because they only happen once every single moment is unique so it's cool to play around with that, you know, so I think it's just an inspiration of just being alive in an environment in general, not specifically Portland. Was there a big sense of discovery for you just in the process of producing the record? Every time I allow myself to have, you know, a very, like a challenging experience, you know, like there's so many challenges around getting, for me, getting around creating something and piecing something together because I have to go through all these self-doubt and like, so it's like a lot of hard work, but I feel, I feel like the outcome of making like a record is just more of like how I'm growing as a person. You feel me? Yes. You know? And so it's like, it's like always anything that I do, if it's like learning anything new, it's like that, it's like this labor of just being alive. And like, I have the opportunity to express myself in these ways sonically and through music. It's not the only thing I do. Like, I don't define myself that way, but I'm so grateful that I have, like, this outlet in this way where I get to see and share it with other people. They get to see how I'm growing as a person, you know? And, like, we're all doing that at the same time together. I don't know, like, feeling like a producer has been, like, something really hard for me to believe that I was able to produce my own or to produce, to, like, believe that I was capable. And so that affected everything in my life. And so, obviously, like, calling myself these things, initiating that I was in control, was, like, hard for me to feel like, oh, like, I, you know, like, I'm fully in control. Like, I feel like I oscillated from being like, oh, this is my natural self, and these are the things that I want to do, but also, like, triggered and influenced by other other people's opinions and, like, what things should be like, if it's about music, producing, or anything, you know? It was just, I was just talking to my friend, um, and a Chicano, another Chicana artist yesterday about like that code switching, you know, like started feeling, you know, inferior, not knowing, just feeling less than around, um, <laughs> I don't even know how to say it, like whiteness and like just not feeling or just like in a male dominant uh, business like music. It's just so hard to believe in you. For me, it's been so hard to believe in myself, you know, and then once you start believing in you, Oh my God, I, I am a producer. I am capable. I do have my own opinions. I have all of this knowledge. And so I feel like the record, anything that I make, like is just a representation of how strong I feel now, you know, like really taking ownership. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense on a long answer? 
there's my thought. <laughs> it does. And it even occurred to me uh, as I was putting together some questions for our conversation today that maybe that sort of airy sense that I got from listening to the record, uh, okay, it wasn't influenced by the landscape per se, but maybe it's more just that newfound sense of freedom that you have that you've discovered yourself in a way. And maybe it's just the liberation of that, that that's coming through in the record. And, um, at some point you've, you've come into your power. Now you're in your mid thirties, you're feeling your power, taking your freedom and discovering yourself along the way. And I wonder, was there a specific moment or event that flipped the switch where you realized I don't have to do it this way or feel or act this way? Well, I feel like that's a, it's an ongoing um, struggle every single day. And I've seen myself grow we're to the point where we're talking about these things. Like, these are vulnerable things, you know, but this is like what's happening. This is a story. This is like what we're trying to change in the world right now. I'm just like one person. Everyone's so unique. Everyone's experiences are so different. And for obvious reasons, some people, you know, it's just we're learning how to listen to these stories, you know, especially like, me as a woman and also as a Mexicana, like a Chicana, you know, like there's a different story behind that. And like, I just always felt that, that my story was different than other people's stories in a different way. And I feel like the turning point was just, I've always done that self, like that labor, you know, like to try to figure out how to navigate and survive and believe that I was important to society as a woman and like just, you know, just try to survive here, you know, and like I, I've always been doing that work and I silently and being super confused, you know, like trying to be so beneficial out with other situations. And then it, it wasn't until, you know, until like one person told me that I was right. And that person, I was like, holy shit, really? Am I really right? Or like, wow, like it just, it's so loaded. That validation is so loaded and so complex and beautiful. And like, I'm so so grateful that I didn't even think that was ever going to happen. You just get used to feeling a certain way, you know, and then all of a sudden someone's telling you, no, you're right. And then, so then you have to explore all that, what comes from that, you know, and need all the space and time to explore that. And I'm not the only one with that story. You know, I empathize with all, like, it's just, it's just a lot, you know, and then musically and like, like I was saying earlier, like music's just an extension where I do, like, however I'm good as a person, it's going to like that's going to reflect on my actions and what I create and what I put out there in the world. But it's like, I think it's the value the more that we're supporting each other, the more like a community is there for you. And like, we're learning how to be there for one another, the more people are going to heal, you know, and the more people are going to come together through the thick and the thin, you know, but at least starting to learn how to hold each other in that way. And like, I feel like it's kind of hard to say like when that happened exactly, because I've always been doing this work silently by myself so of course inevitably i'm going to arrive in the space but it only worked if somebody told me you know what come here i'm let me hold you i hear you and i see you you know like i want to understand you and i want to know more about you and where you come from and like that that's all it's it's simple and complex but it's like that's what helped it's starting to help me you know and it's i don't think that it's a it's a thing where i'm like oh i'm finally healed and i'm finally in my power and I'm finally here. No, it's just, it's an ongoing, mysterious, like, journey, you know? It's like, I'm so glad that I'm at this place where I know it's available, you know, beyond available. And, like, that excites me, but there's a lot of work. There's still so much work 
on top of that, you know, being like, wow, there's there's so much to unpack. So, so whatever it is that I create, like, it's just in whatever else that I make, and if it's another record when I do, or if it's some talking to you or other people, it's just I'm going to keep growing and, like, figuring things out. And, like, I really know that people just need to check in with their ego and, like, listen to one another, you know? And, like, I know it's exhausting, but, like, I see how when I make that available for other people, how we grow. It's so beautiful. Everything, everything is attached to it. The pain, the grief, the awkwardness, the love, the joy, the vulnerability. It's so beautiful. It's just we just have to be that way. And then there's these turning points, you know? Yes. Do, do you think that expressing or showing your vulnerability or, or one's vulnerability is in a way kind of a new expression of strength? I think it's it's not a new, it, the, the strength has been there from the beginning. I think that in the ways, there's new ways that people are starting to look at it, but it's not a new thing. That is something that's in practice from the beginning, you know? It's just now people are starting to, I think, and I hope for this in the world, where people start, like, really unpacking, like, within themselves. There's so much, there's so much trauma, there's so much going on. We're, like, living in these times where, like, we're going to live in this generation a lot of painful, awkward, you know, hard, you know, divisive conversations and really looking at each other. It's like affecting us for the good and for all the other things that are the gray areas of, of, of emotions, you know, you know, for everyone involved. And like, I think I just can't help you myself. This is how I feel. You know, I feel like this right now. And I, and like, I feel like I'm not the only one that feels this way. And it's not a new thing. It's just now, it's like, it's just not, being vulnerable is just not socially accepted. Right, but that's what Does I'm that getting at. That's what I'm getting at, though, is like, I, I mean, I know the strength has always been there, but I think that we're in a time now, because for so long, it, it you know, part of U.S. culture has been, you know, oh, I'm good, I'm, I'm, I'm strong, everything's fine, I'm okay. But there are also times when you're not feeling that, but you're still saying that. And now maybe it's becoming more accepted to say, I'm not okay right now, or I've got problems. We all have problems, and it's just okay to kind of admit that and live with that and be out front with that. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. I just but, feel there's a thing where and I've talked to my friends about this. Like me coming from, like my parents coming from Mexico, I'm going to talk as like a person of color, as like a Chicana, like growing up with like Mexican family, all the all the things that are attached to that, the, the complexities and the depths of like knowing an emotional like intelligence behind a language and a culture is just beyond this world. Like I don't even, like that's intimidating, you know, for people that have never experienced that in America, everything's okay. Everything's okay. No one has problems. That's not how I was raised. We have a different way of talking about grief and struggle, you know, and it, and we wear our heart on our sleeves, you know, and this whole thing of like, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You know, it's like so much code switching to like accommodate that. And like, I'm like, you know what? It's okay to say you're not okay. And that doesn't mean that I'm not okay. To say that you're not okay and like this fear behind that there's so there's so much strength behind that. Like, seeing my parents coming from a different country and knowing that that was difficult and there's so many aspects of how not okay that was, you know? And, like, like for them, like, really struggling with so many things. 
but how what makes it okay is that they continued and worked hard to make it okay you know that's like we keep going when we feel like we're not okay it's you know does that make sense sure and like i feel like there's such a stigma with saying like or whatever not okay means it can be like hey i feel this way or or i i believe in this or i put my boundary on that you know it's like it's okay to i'm i'm doing more of that you know mm-hmm. so just to kind of like add to that to what you're saying about it's just like when i hear about like when people are saying, oh, everything's fine, like, I really related to something else. It's like this, it's like this umbrella of, like, patriarchy and, like, this, like, or, like, no one knows how to exercise, like, you know, the real feelings, you know? I don't know. But anyway. In the bio on your website, it states that Mujeres ventures into the discomfort of the stories we tell ourselves. What are some of the stories you were telling yourself as you wrote the music for this record? Well, the stories I've told myself... I don't, I don't know if it's, it's more of like trying to make sure that I don't get buried in like, in these, and these voices of like self-doubt that like me as a woman or like that what I do is not like valuable, you know? And so I'm always trying to change that story. Does that make sense? That narrative. Yeah. Has the journey uh, to and through this record gone a long way towards quelling that self-doubt? Well, it's a journey. It's a, it's an everyday thing. Yeah. I definitely, you know, feel how I feel. It, like how I'm, everything I'm expressing to you is exactly where I'm at emotionally with everything. So, what do you think is happening? Like through the record, like as as I'm talking to you, like this is all. It just wraps up since we the moment we started talking. It's just. That's how I feel. The record is going to be released, and I'm giving you all this body of emotion of of what I feel now, and it's already recorded, you know? So mm-hmm. I'm like, I f- and then I feel like it's just an ongoing, it's going to be an ongoing, it continues to be an ongoing, you know, process of like, you know, being able to articulate myself and stand up for myself and stand up for other people. And like, what happens is like, you know, you, you, there's people that have self-doubt every single day and never even get the chance to even explore, an, you know, a, you know, like, like a celebration of oneself, right. you know? Yeah. And like, yeah. You're the child of Mexican immigrants and through your career, you've talked about how you've struggled with that, but it's also given you a lot of positive influences. What part of that upbringing are you most eager to shed if you haven't already? And what part, if any, are you most grateful for? Every single inch and centimeter of part of me, every part that is me. If I can't, I don't just share one part. I've been sharing every 150% of all that, you know, are you close with your family? There is a closeness, but there's also unfortunately some sort of disconnect because of you know, I was raised here, you know, on that way. So we're close in a way that I can't even <laughs> explain. You know, it's it's like a very beautiful soaring closeness. Um, yeah, I can't even, I don't know if you, you can really understand what I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, of course. And, and what, I mean, yeah. I was going to ask what your family thinks about your music and your and your career? 
Um, I think that they have they have a different way of seeing what's happening because of obvious reasons, and it's what makes me feel different and see the world differently. And it's something that, as I believe that as parents, they're just trying to. I mean, th- that that question is so loaded, dude. So loaded, and the answer is so loaded. There's so much attached to it that, like, I don't even know how to begin to um, unpack all of that. Fair enough. Honestly, so yeah. Uh, you grew up listening to a lot of traditional Mexican music. Do you still listen to much? Of course, of course, I listen to that. Of course, I'm Mexican. I'm Mexican American. I I'm telling you how strong. It is and where I come from. Of course, I still listen to Mexican music. Of course. When you hit Denver, you'll be about halfway through a two-month tour that starts this Saturday. Do you enjoy life on the road? Um, I feel like it's important to be around good people. And if you're around good people, then, yeah, it's super badass. And I've lucked out. I've been, like, collaborating and playing music with awesome, good-hearted gems and... I get to explore a little bit more about the state and get to meet people along. And the people that come to the shows, we're all coming together and really like addressing a lot of these things that really affect us. And it's been awesome to meet the audience, you know, all the people that are supporting me. So those parts of tour is super special, very unique, one-time only experiences and like the change that and the impact that it has on us as a band and them as people is beautiful. It's like, it's very, very inspiring and encouraging. It makes me feel like that's why I'm doing what I'm doing, that we're do- building this together. And tour is difficult because you're very, you're sacrificing your personal space and your energy. But overall, it's, it's labor, you know, and it's, and it's beautiful. It's good labor. Some call your music Latin or Latinx. Others describe you as indie or a folk rocker or singer-songwriter. What are your thoughts on genre and what been quote unquote would you put your music i would put myself as a person i don't really think about genres honestly that's what i like to hear <laughs> loose thank you very much for your time and uh we look forward to seeing yeah, you, you in denver in a few weeks good luck with okay, the tour cool. and the release yeah come and say hi i definitely will okay thank okay, you okay bye-bye